Welcome back to the best No Judgment Zone space in the world because neither one of us have any law degrees. I am marvelous. <laughs> you thought some other shit. That's not so well. I was waiting for some other shit, but yeah. you're all I ever wanted. I want you back and sink Marv. And I'm not your average Joseph. I just the the, the memory. At the end of the side, the last <laughs> member on the group that does the dancing, that really don't do anything else. <laughs> That's me. And I'm we are a black in sync. No, I'm the group though. I'm in a group still. I'm in a group. <laughs> we are the prodigal sons. <laughs> Let's start the show. Yo, salute, man. How you salute. been? Salute. How you I'm been? I'm good, brother. How you been? Fresh from Cleveland, man. Nice. Fresh from nice. Cleveland. Nice. From the 216 back to the 416. Uh, I mean, I know you didn't... I know it, you, it was a quick visit, but how how is it over there? Niggas don't care. <laughs> no, no. I'm in the Walmart. Shook. Yeah. My, I'm I'm too Canadian now. Right, right, right. I'm too Canadian now. Whatever. I walked into the I walked into the Walmart and shit like that. I'm like, let me pick up some small shit. I was like, niggas out here with no mask. Yeah. So I even called somebody. I'm like, yo, like. I look weird to you and stuff for that. Like, like, I asked my friend because you, you had your mask on. She's like, "It's not mandated. You just do it by choice and stuff." And I was like, "It's not mandated no more." Uh, no, I know I am. Uh, okay. I don't know those people. Is that is that statewide? Statewide? State. Okay, but not federal. It's not federal though. No, right. every I think some places and stuff are still kind of yeah thing, but it's not federal. Okay. So yeah. Went back home and everything like that because, you know, Bone Thugs and Harmony lost the verses. Mm. But then again, you see, you see the thing is, when it comes to Bone, right? I look at it where in like the early 90s, like right before the, the, the late 90s and stuff, whatever, Bone had their run. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Bone had their run. And then in the late 90s to like the early 2000s, that was all triple six mafia. Yeah. Tear club up thugs. Yeah. So us from Cleveland and stuff, whatever, like I that I know, yo, damn it, everybody, like when I'm watching the verses, right. I'm singing a lot more the, the three six mafia. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, I'm from Cleveland, Tennessee. <laughs> I, Cleveland, by the way, of Tennessee. <laughs> I'm like, is there a Cleveland, Tennessee? I don't know, but if every, if I know for anybody in, in Cleveland who's watching the verses and they're saying like, did this bitch, that hoe, and they're singing three six songs, I'm yeah. like, you from Cleveland, Tennessee. You're not from Cleveland, Ohio anymore. What? It it was wild when Busy Bone snapped. Yeah, yeah. And a fight was about, I'm like, it's called verses. I'm like, these niggas are already about to verse and fight each other on verses. I'm like, why? But why gotta be the Cleveland niggas? <laughs> gotta go to toe to toe. Why gotta be man? the Cleveland folks? You, you, see what I mean? We have a problem. Yeah, you do. We have a because problem. There's that pent up frustration from the Browns. <laughs> yes. That's exactly what it is. Blame the Browns. Yeah, I'm like, they really were fighting, man. I was like, it was crazy, but yeah, it was it was a good look and stuff. It was the vibe is good and everything like that. But we are back. Right. We are back to the basics. Give you guys a great show that we normally try to do. Mm-hmm. Um, like, comment, subscribe. All streaming platforms possible. All we are streaming out platforms. here. And particlesons.com. Yes. Listen. 
Shout out to the TikTok people, man. That's Salute like, to TikTok when everything, I, the viral, you know, we appreciate the love. If you're here from TikTok and stuff, whatever, we appreciate you. Welcome. Welcome. Enjoy. Even welcome. to the new folks that's not here from TikTok, we welcome you as well. Welcome. Welcome. We always try to make sure we deliver good content, good quality stuff, and that's things to make you go, hmm. That's a must. And yeah. Like I said, all streaming platforms, we're here. Uh, all right. You want to, yeah. All right, we just, I don't know, but like back to the versus thing, whatever. I feel like I always thought the clash of the egos, yeah, would have, like, it's gonna, it was going to happen, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I want to say before, did you think it would have more? More or less happened with the with the because people thought it would happen during the Gucci and um, that. So that was right. my thing, right? The clash of the egos because it's kind of like, like I said, the Jeezy thing. Jeezy's like, yo, this song I made him. I was like hustling. I only slept in cars and stuff, whatever. And then he'll play the song, and be like, okay, Jeezy, and Gucci's like, man, this song's called Fuck Jeezy. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> yeah, they bought the box. And he, yeah, you know, so but that energy was there definitely. The energy was 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 there, and then like with this, it just kind of threw me off and stuff. But then I guess it's like, um, was it Ben Franklin said? I'm pretty. Yeah, you know, Ben Franklin did say this and stuff. He said, "If you can keep a secret of two are dead." Mm. So I feel like the more people you involve into something, whatever, right, the more situations and problems you might run in. Because the funny thing too, they said to. I'd seen some documentary, I can't remember what it was, but he said, the great successful bank robbers normally consist of only like two people. Oh yeah, very small. Two people. Limited information. Three, possibly max. Anything yeah. more than that, whatever, the probability of getting caught, people snitching and all that type mm -hmm. of stuff. So I mean like Bone, Bone and themselves, it's like four main people and then you have Flesh, right? right? Three, six, Juice J and them, Kind of like separated for a hot minute, mm -hmm. but then it was like Crunchy Black, DJ Paul, Gangsta Boo, Project Pat got locked up and it kind of came back and everything like that. So I was kind of glad that like you know they all kind of came together. So you have right. five, basically on five, right, right. And everybody extra that they brought in and stuff, whatever was like because you know like help catapult them mm -hmm. a little bit more or mm -hmm. get more fan base and notoriety. So I'm looking at this. I'm like, yo, this is dope. And when that shit kicked off, and I heard Gangsta Boo said, like, Busy Bone is gonna fuck up y'all career. I was like, or messing up y'all career. I was like, actually, where's the lie? Busy had some ghost moments. Busy was on America's Most Wanted one time. Because, mm -hmm. like, yeah, you, it was like some missing kidnapping stuff. And I guess that got sorted out. So, I, you know what? It was a clash of egos. Yeah. It had the best. I think one day realized and stuff how it was, and they realized like, yo, this is for the culture. This is kind of bigger than you. Right. They pieced it up at the end. Yeah. 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 So, people from the land. What's uh? Who, you guys. who else is out there that's left? What for? What, verses. Well, not only just verses, but have that controver that controversy between them. Oh, they never had controversy though. Nah. This, this clicked off and stuff like on stage. It was I, mean, like I thought they had to. I thought they had a little something, something from before. When I, I, can't, I can't, okay, can't okay. find shit. 
Okay. So that's why I was that's like, that's because I think that's what that's how it was built to me. Like, well, they, that's like, what I'm saying. Like, like I said, that, that's what the wave was. Right. It started off, and like, I guess from like them and Easy, like Bone mm. and everything like that. But it's kind of like it kind of kind of got a little quiet with them. Mm-hmm. Cause I think yeah, Fleshbone went to went went away for jail and stuff like that too. And the group like itself, like Bone Thugs, kind of got kind of a little quiet. And then Crazy's doing been doing his solo thing and stuff like that. Trying to do it. he did a solo project and stuff like that. Right. And he was still kind of doing his ones and twos. Like you know, like I think when he did the Biggie duets. Spit your game. He's yeah. on there. Um, Lil John. Um, what's that song? I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. So like you know, Crazy's been doing this thing and stuff for them, like in the early two thousands. But it's kind of like the whole group kind of just went kind of quiet. Yeah. But then three six, three six was coming up on the low, and then when they, I think when they kind of went more mainstream is when they, they tear the club up. Those with Cash Money. So you know, Cash Money was, was a movement. Yeah. yeah. So now with that, and then. You know, 360 utilize the shit out of that. Mm. And then, you know, you have the sipping with scissor and project pack, chicken head. And then, so they went up when they were kind of going down. down and stuff. Like that. So I don't know. It might be, I'm not going to speak like it was, but and, to my and, knowledge, no. And, and that's what I was saying. Cause when, it, when they first mentioned, I was like, well, I, I don't really recall them ever having any sort of beef or anything like that. Mm. I mean, but again, you never know. Right? Cause there's always that little quiet beef behind the scenes that, that's brewing and later on you hear about oh really like that's what was going on yeah so with it, and that's kind of had like the idea that I had when they were saying well how they build it to me was like they had beef so I, was, I wasn't too sure but even if they did or they didn't still the potential of nigonometry nigonometry you gotta study that course. Shit. Still a potential for that to happen. And um like I said, it's a it's it's a it's a you're saying it's an ego thing, right? It's an ego it's, thing. Who's left with that type of ego? Yo, between the two of us, who has the bigger ego? Between the two of us? Yeah. I have to say you. You. I'm gonna have to I say, say you. I'm gonna have to say Tell you. me why you said me. What? <laughs> Tell me why you saved me. Cause you Mr. Photo Ho. Yeah, but that's because I'm and, just photogenic. That has nothing. That has nothing to do with ego, ego at all. Uh, I got some likes on my last post. I don't post that often. Yeah. So I don't like a tree monster. So I, at least I thought I don't. So you're not tree. You're not tree monster at all. Right. But yeah. as I'm saying, but but your ego is your. You got like that quiet bastard ego. What the fuck is a quiet bastard ego? Now let me hear this. Quiet bastard ego that that likes to act like there's nothing egotistical about them. They cover it up well, but every now and then it pops out. When mm. give me a give me a situation because I'm like me. My thing and stuff is that here's my thing. I have my little notches on my belt where I was like, all right, this got done, this got done. Right. It's an inner celebration. Yeah. Or it's a one on one celebration with myself. But of like, I don't know if people know, but if there's Mel Robbins. If you don't know who Mel Robbins is, when you hear this thing, Google, look her up. If Mel, if you ever hear this episode, I'm giving you roses. Salute to you. Get your roses, Mel. Yo, Mel Robbins has this thing. It's called high five. It's right. called the high, the high five. Right? Okay. You high five yourself. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people have a problem. High, like You can high five a person. Like high five me. Right? Right. High five. Boom. You just feel good. Mm-hmm. Dopamine goes to your brain. Yeah. Right? Because 
I'm telling you to high five me, and he's like, all right, boom. Now, if I just didn't say anything, just like up top, boom. Like, congratulations, good job, keep up the good work, right. all that type of stuff. Right. When do you high five yourself? Just when, patting on your back? I guess patting, patting yourself on the back. Do you literally pat yourself on the back? If I or you pat, just say it? I think it. I don't literally do it. I think it. So the, I visualize it. So what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, figure these speaking and stuff like that. But right. the thing is, stuff is that if you actually do it, yeah. there's dopamine that's going to your body and stuff, going to your brain the and stuff as act. well. The actual act. Mm. Right? And a lot of people and stuff, they don't really take the time to look at how far they've become. Like, adulting is hard as Fuck. Yeah. We can both agree to that. And I look at it stuff as that you think about how, well, I don't know, because like, remember, so you have some years on me, but let's say like when you're like five, six years old and like, you know, you're trying to establish an independency for yourself. So you might pour your own cereal. Yeah. And then you might want to go sit down for your cartoons. Think about how you at this level, you're trying to establish independency for yourself from so young. Right. To look at yourself now. Now. Yeah. You're a father. Yeah. You're a great husband. You're awesome co-host. Yeah. You've done so many things on your belt. DJ, songwriter, producer, all these type of things and stuff, whatever. Do you give yourself time to say, you know, I don't put your government name out there and stuff like, you know, but do you right. give yourself time to like, hey, you did fucking great and keep up the good work and look at a mirror, high five yourself, man. You know what? I dance. I dance with myself. So like when you so when you have yeah. these joyous celebration yeah. moments, I, I, you're just like, I what dance. Is, it? is it Billy Idol dancing with myself? <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, I, I like I I'll, I'll I'll dance with myself. Like I'll, that's dope. I'll, yeah, I'll, I think that's how I translate that exactly what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. That 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 celebratory thing mm -hmm. would be me dancing. Like I'll I'll be here. I'll just I'll just dance to myself. Dance to my. When you see you know, people that, that have that expression, dance to the beat of your your, your own drum. Jump. That's literally me drumming up my accomplish, accomplishments. Nice. nice. And and dancing to it. But yo, I understand what you're saying 100%. Let me ask you this. Mm. Do you think it depends on people's measurement of success? Yes. I feel like people... A lot of people measure their success with other people. Right. And I always tell people and stuff, whatever, like, especially, I want to say, it's, it's fucked. I need to do it more to like men instead of like, I, I tend to do it more to the women that I'm with. Right. Because I feel like with them and stuff, whatever, I feel like the women that, that I see or I talk to and stuff like that, I feel like a lot of times they take so much on and then I'm like, no, take a deep breath and actually like acknowledge and accomplish and stuff. But they're measuring themselves, their success with other people's timelines. Right. And other right. people's like, whatever, like, okay, we went viral. Right. On TikTok. Right. right? TikTok standards and stuff, whatever, for viral is three to 500 likes. Right. Right. We went beyond that. Right. Above and beyond that. Right. Times 10. Right. Right. Are we supposed to measure our success with somebody who's been living on TikTok? We just got on TikTok. Yeah. Are we supposed to measure our shit with somebody who's been on TikTok, let's say, from the start of the pandemic, had their growth, right. and now have a basically a bootleg cult following yeah. where yeah. they average, let's say, 8 million likes. Yeah, yeah. 
The answer is no. No, no. Because, again, we just started. And then now you have these people who probably started since March 2020. They're already way ahead of the pack. Right, right. But that's the thing. So the thing and stuff is like, I'm set, say I'm set Joel, average Joe. I've got a new job. My job, let's say, pays me about 40K. Mm-hmm. And I feel great that I got this job. Do I now stop and say, it ain't no Jay-Z? He's a fucking billionaire. You just got this job right. a week ago. Yeah. This man has been doing his hustles and stuff forever or his trials and tribulations to get where he's been. 1995. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Reasonable doubt. 1995. Right. How the fuck are you going to quantify your recent accomplishment with somebody who's been doing it with since 1995? Mm-hmm. They're not in the same weight class. And that's the thing. We keep trying to compare that. Okay, it's not Jay-Z. Let's say it's... Let's say it's even, okay, um, the baby. Right. No, no, he's controversial. We don't want no problems. Little baby. Little baby. Little baby and stuff like. The lesser of the babies. The lesser of the babies <laughs> and stuff, whatever, right? We're trying to quantify and stuff with, with that person and stuff, whatever. But from all we know and stuff like that, like of what we, like what common knowledge and stuff, whatever, is that he kind of came up with Young Thug. Right. So we have to look back where Young Thug started. And now Young Thug is in this part where. He's giving people like the opportunity, creating opportunities. Yeah, yeah. And everything like that. Did somebody create the opportunity for Joe Blow to get this job? It might be a yes. Might like be. somebody might say like, hey, you know what? This place is hiring. Right. And I think you'll be a good fit. Yeah. Or this person might stumble on... Advertisement. Advertisement. I was going to say the places, but y'all got to pay to cut the check for that. <laughs> so as I'm looking at stuff, I'm like, they want advertisements, like um, newspaper ads or whatever in every case and stuff. I'm like, oh, stop measuring your success with other people's timelines yeah, and their world. You are not the same. What they eat don't make you shit. And a lot of times and stuff, we just tend to do that. Like, it was so funny and stuff, whatever. I seen, I was talking to, like I said, a woman. Right. I was talking to a woman and stuff in 2019. And she was going hard in the gym. And she like had like a sexy kind of, um, the, the V and the obliques and everything and stuff is proper tone. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, Shit, you going hard as gym is showing. Yeah, yeah, Congrats yeah, yeah. and stuff, whatever. It's no Janet Jackson. Oh my gosh. You, you, <laughs> but that's what people do. You are your own worst enemy. And I think people, once we realize this and start being our, our own, like the be- our best version of our own cheerleading self, yeah. high-fiving ourselves, perspective. I just never get how people compare themselves or compare their lives to, to like celebrities. You know what I mean? It's like... Because most of the time celebrities are just right in your face. But, but that's the, but that's the problem because it's just... Surf, you're just seeing the surface stuff. True. Right? Like you, ju- you just said... The, the, the woman said, yeah, but it's... I'm no Janet Jackson. Yeah. You're seeing Janet Jackson in front of you, right? For one. You don't know how long she trains every day. Number two, you don't know which parts of those bodies were trained or which part of those bodies were bought. Mm, talk to teams. <laughs> talk to teams. Number three, listen. I can take regular footage and regular pictures of people and make them look as stellar as fuck. 
Yeah. You're, you're literally comparing yourself to stuff that you don't know is even real. Agreed. You're, 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 you're trying to reach a standard that people are not even reaching those standards on their own. <laughs> but even if you break it down to like a, a non-celebrity level. Even a non-celebrity level. People do this. Like, I have... I know a person in upper management at my hospital. Right. Right? She has zero kids. Not saying that's anything, but what I'm saying is that she has zero kids. And when she leaves, like, let's say work, Mm. she's going straight to the gym. Okay. Right? Not only that, her diet regimen and stuff, whatever, is like, yo, protein, veg, no carbs. Mm. So she busts her So here's the joke now One lady sees her Right And like I said Her Because she's she works out She has a stellar body Right yeah yeah, Right yeah. You know who you are If you get, ever hear this episode Miss Stellar Body <laughs> <laughs> she, she's, she's gonna be like Oh I didn't know you think My body was stellar But I'm not That's why I'm not name dropping right, And stuff right. her. So now Another woman says to her And says I hate how you can eat anything and stuff forever and you still have this perfect body. And she unloaded on her. Yeah. And, I, and I felt so good for her, happy for her. She's like, right, right. I don't eat anything. I have protein and veg. Yeah. I bust my ass every day for this body. For this body, right. Whatever, right? I go to the gym at least like five times a week. There's seven days a week. Yeah. She said five times a week she's in there. But like, you know what I'm saying? She has a little injury and stuff. So she's kind of cooled down and stuff on certain things she can do. Right. So then she's like, do you have time or would you mind eating my kind of diet, you know? And do you have time to go to the gym and stuff like that? And she said, like, you're a mom. She looked at the other woman. She's like, you're a mom of two. Your young one is small. Yeah. You have a husband. She's like, I'm not married. Yeah. And right there, I clapped. She's like, what are you clapping for and stuff like that? So I said, she's trying to measure her body with your body. Right. But you guys are two different worlds. Two different worlds. Two totally different worlds. You can't measure your success because she's like, so the other one and stuff like, you know, I cut this out of my diet and everything. And I'm like, but are you busting your ass five days a week in the gym? Or are you doing this? You because go. if you're doing all of this, she is obsolete. She is not your your your, yeah. Your, yeah. your your goal or your measurement stick no more. No. Because you're doing the same damn thing. You surpassed that. Right. Once we come to a point, I feel like, my opinion, once we come to a point where we stop measuring and comparing to other people, mm. yo, the perspective of or your point of view of, of the world gets so fucking beautiful. Mm. It gets beautiful. I stopped comparing myself to people like I want to say 29. At age 29 and stuff, whatever, I'm like, my birthday April 29th. Right. I, I said my champagne birthday and stuff, and I'm like, what am I not doing? that Marvin should be doing. And I got quiet. And I actually just thought to myself and stuff for her, on my birthday that, mor- that morning and stuff. For her. It rained that day. Because I remember I was like, I'm like, may my pain be champagne on my champagne birthday. Right. May my, yeah, may the pain I feel be, be champagne and rain. So I was drinking champagne in the rain on my birthday. And I was like, Marvin's goal is to do the best he can do and make sure He's still a great human being. Mm. I might not be shit to you, but I know my mother loves me. And I'm not using that as stuff as anything, but I know for a fact that 
I'm going to go be great and I'm going to feel great when I do it. Yeah. I agree with you 100%. You should be your... You should be your own challenge, right? And you shouldn't have to look for anybody else to be compared to. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I would, I would just add to that. Not necessarily looking to compare or imitate anybody but i guess you can i guess you can esteem to have certain qualities that you may see see somebody see in somebody you admire but then we we discussed this already right with the envy and does envy make you bitter or better bitter or better right, right? and so, then we said envy was the wrong choice of words right i mean you 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 take that like you can't compare yourself because you don't you don't know what that person took to get there you just know that person is there and you know hey I'm me. How do I get there? How do I... Because you can't... The, another thing that we said mm. is that the journey that's good for me may not be the same journey that you hell, need to take to be good for no. you. Hell no. Right? Hell no. So you you, you got to look at that person and say, okay, that person's there. I want to be there too, but how do I get there? And right. then you focus and you work on yourself on getting there. Don't try to compare what they did to get there. Because they... Man... Who know they might be been doing some stuff that you you're never willing to do. <laughs> suck a dick. Lil you're Kim. never willing to do. Bitch you suck cock just to get to the top. <laughs> I'm not sucking a, a sausage. Okay, so there you go. Right? And you just gotta titties. look at, yeah, titties. Look at Kim all the way up at the top and say, That's your spot. <laughs> you own it, right? Yeah. Otherwise than that. Whatever it takes for you to get to where you and you gotta be comfortable with it doing it in order for it to work. Mm. I believe you gotta be comfortable knowing what you're what you're capable of doing and then executing it. Yes, yes. Executing yeah. it. I was listening to this this dude talk the other day, right? And he's like, We're in school, and he goes, School is so school is so like backwards, right? It's like they try to teach you everything and then have you determine what you want to, at the end of it, make you want to determine on what you want to focus on and, and then focus on that. Where rather, getting you to realize what you want to focus on from the get-go and build on that. He says, he says there's no sense in you friggin' getting a D in phys ed, busting your ass, to try to get an A in phys ed. When, when you leave school, you ain't going to have nothing to do with physical education. So if you're an English major... I get, what, I get what you're saying, but I feel like us as humans, we need the kind of movement. Right. We need the movement and stuff like those things and stuff help the body, help aid and build the body. Yes, yes, yes. And yes, a, a young... Yes, yes, well, I get what yes, you're saying. No, no, no. I get what you're saying. No, it's it's kind of like... What you're saying is... Well, I, you I, don't need you don't need a drama class when your your goal is that you want to be the next Bill Gates. Right. I get what you're saying. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And he's saying school is like they're giving you all these things and they, they want you to be good in all these things when some of these things are never gonna matter to you. If you're he goes the other example he left he goes if you were like if you're an English major right you like you love reading you destroy this like maybe that like writing is your thing. Maybe that that is what you maybe you should start developing that now. Why are you worrying about trying to get an A in calculus? I think the thing is stuff 
is, I want to say not combat, but I just want to say it comes to a point where you have the school guidance counselors. Yes. Right? And Which I, feel, I think do a shitty job. I mean, yeah, I like I don't no. know now, but when I was going to school, right? They, I, I feel like, to what set person was saying, I feel like they should kind of come up to the forefront a little bit more, right? So it's kind of like, let's say, first day of school, right? Just my my theory. I feel like first day of school, say the school has like two guidance counselors should slowly make their way around homerooms, hmm. right? Let's say within the the matter of the, let's say the first beginning two months and stuff of school, of I want to say, I don't say maybe every t- grade level because they might they don't put that m- much money in guidance counselors. Right. But I want to say <clears throat> at least to the seniors, like, okay, congratulations. This is your 12th grade year, your last year. Yeah. If you need guidance... Pertain to your future right. on what you feel passionate about. I am here. Now, it's kind of like the ball court is there. Like, you know, they, they created, you know, they build it, they will come. Yeah. If you choose not to utilize it and stuff, whatever, that's a you thing. Right. But I feel like a lot of the students, like especially in my time, yeah. we just look at guidance counselors to change classes. Yeah. That's all we well, that's all we looked at our guidance counselor to do. Just like we, we can you get these classes and stuff changed, whatever. So the thing and stuff is that if we went to the guidance counselors, it'd be like, I don't know what I want to do and stuff in my life and everything like that, but I know I hate it here and I want to leave. Yeah. And they're like, What do you like to do? And then it might lead to same thing. Like the, oh, you're passionate about writing? Fuck with English, yeah. English literature, yeah. I mean, give give, give, give you a, give you an insight of what the great English writers and stuff, or the great writers before you, yeah. have done and everything. If you want to make your mark and stuff with the things you want to write about, whatever. Like, even if you don't want to make your mark, you want to do it the right way or the correct way. These are you should fuck with. I can't remember if it was grade uh, ten or eleven English mm-hmm. class that I had. And uh, we were doing, we had a project where we had to remember lines from a Shakespeare play. So it was like, you had to do a soliloquy, go on stage and... and which one? Omelette? I call it, I call it Omelette. 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 I, I can't remember which one it was. The reason was. I call it Omelette because when when Othello, when Othello came out, yeah. I don't know, like when I heard about Othello and then I heard about Hamlet, I was like, why don't you just name it Omelette? And they're like, the two different plays, Marv. I was like... <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, but I had this uh, this this one role that I was playing some some drunken guard that he had this long soliloquy piece that he he said. So I I memorized it and I performed I performed it right mm. and I just could I just could remember just looking down and looking at my English teacher's face. And she had like the like the like a huge smile on her face, like like I just did like a knockout stellar performance performance, like worthy of you know what I mean, like stages. And and after she came to me, she's like, oh "My God, you're in the wrong school. You need to be you need to be at the school of the arts, right?" She goes, "Yeah, it's gonna be very good performance for you." So I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." She goes, "I was like." Then pay it no mind until um parent teacher night. 
came out and went to the school with my mom and stuff like that. And again, she stopped my mom and she literally just reiterated your performance, what my performance was and what she thinks I should be doing. And I'm wasting my time at this school. Mm. Right. There was never a guidance counselor around to ever even think or see or even ask that. Interesting. Think about that, right? Because imagine now that you know you you you're you're a guidance teacher and you you you're 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 wanting to find out kids' passions. You go around and you ask and you see you find, and you meet somebody like me, right? Mm-hmm. And you see you find out that I'm in music, I can draw. You say, wait a sec. Well, you're more to the arts. You know I mean, you should be focusing more to the arts. I went, I went through high school not knowing what what I could do to get to where I wanted to go. I think most of the schools are like that too. My last year uh in in grade 12 we have a mentorship program. So you do like half day in school and then half day like you'll work for like like a place that you wanted to. Mm-hmm. I wanted to I wanted to do my co-op program at a studio. They literally had to call around and find places because they had, they never placed anybody in the studio before. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So it's like, I was placed into a spot where they thought was would have been conducive to me. And I was like, well, okay, this is, it's kind of similar, but like they're putting music to film. Eh, not quite. But I guess if this is the only place that you're gonna find for me, or you can find for me, then, then it's gonna have to. It's to gonna have to do right? right. But I'm just saying, like, imagine now, if like that, I'm in grade eleven, grade twelve. Sorry, grade twelve at that point. Mm. Imagine if you met me at grade nine, and saying, "Oh shit, we gotta be be prepared for these kids, students like this." By the time I hit grade twelve, you're supposed to come to me and say, "Hey, look, Andrew." I have this studio available for you, this studio available for you, this studio available. This one does that, this one does that. Pick which one you would like to do your co-op placement. But, and so this is, this goes back to what I'm saying, like they don't pull the money into the- The, re, the resources, and the resources. And, but we underline or, I want to say as a parent, I think if it doesn't affect your child, right. you give zero fucks. Right. Right. Now, if they're saying something and stuff where it might affect your child, this is when you care. If your child goes to set school where it's prestigious, the hallways are clean and everything is runly smooth, you care about that. Right. Do you care about like the school that might be a neighboring high school and stuff whatever, where like they fighting every day or something like that? Or it's like, it's like gangs are in there and there's rituals and stuff like that. You're looking like that got nothing to do with your kid and stuff for your world. But they're still in the same school district and collective. Right. Right. So people, most of the time, they don't really give two fucks if it doesn't affect them. Mm. And as I'm saying, what they eat, like same thing with celebrities, what they eat don't make you shit. I'm not saying Janet Jackson gives a, I'm pretty sure Janet Jackson, if she was to see said woman that I was talking to, would be like, yo, you have it. She's like, you have it good. Your jeans might be great and stuff like that. Right. I bust my ass five days a week yeah. to get this body. That's How many days a week you bust your ass? Only three? Yeah. Janet might be envious of you. Yeah. But yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, until it affects the person. Like, right now, that at that situation, Janet Jackson's world doesn't affect your world. Give a fuck. Not at all. But then when it affects 
their world, this is when the cares go win. So the schools, could we do a better thing of the schools and stuff? I think collectively, North America-wise, yes, we can. Yeah. But we, I feel like right now, we're still in the take it for granted thing until like certain things are said. Like, think about it. There might be like 10 teachers listen to this show. Mm-hmm. 10 teachers that just listen to the show and stuff like that. And right now, they're probably clapping or something. They're probably like, yes. Or people work for the school board. Like, yes. At least somebody's acknowledging us or identifying and everything like that, right? Because other ones are like, eh, fuck the school board. I don't got no kids. Or fuck the school board. My kids are already grown. Right. Right. So people only support that kind of works for them. And that's a very selfish thing. I'm not saying it's right. Yeah. But it happens constantly in the world we live in. Oh, yeah. So I, it's like, if you want more from out these schools and everything like that, I suggest you play a part when your kids are in the school. And if you don't have kids and stuff in these schools, I think they might affect somebody's kids that you know. Because mm. I feel like some people who don't have kids or their choice is not to have kids, most of them are some fucking great-ass godparents and everything like that, or aunts and uncles and everything. And they're concerned that the kids in like around them, right? They're concerned about their future and their well being. Right. Yeah. How could you not? Right. Yeah. Uh, let's get to the polls and stuff. Let's talk talk about these polls. Is it a red flag for your partner to have more sexual experience than you? And everybody, at hundred percent, people said, "Hell no, it's not a problem." Yeah. Shut your lying asses up. <laughs> First and foremost. I know this from personal experience. Right. If you, if you, and I'm saying it again, if you have a higher body count than your, your, than your partner, yeah. your partner, nine times out of ten, will look at you a different type of way. Even as a man. Yeah. Let's say, in a collective, you slept with 20 women before you met your wife. Right. Right? And then, when you're talking to, you meet your wife now, your wife said, 20, that's it? I slept with 50 people. Mm-hmm. You're okay with that? I have to be okay with that. <laughs> well, what is, no, 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 but I'm saying like, yeah. when you meet her, like, so you're, she's not your wife. Oh, if I just, if I just met her? Yeah, like she, like, just I'm saying, you, you just met her and everything, or, or you guys are dating and you guys get into the conversation about body count and stuff like that. It's her sexual experience. Like now I want to say before you could, before you start. Right. Let's say you probably were with a woman and stuff before, and there's a special, I don't know, let's say you like a woman to graze that, you know, what is that? I want to say the seed bag. Yeah. Like that, 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 that line that you know, kind of holds, holds your nuts together. You want her to just like rub that, tickle while, it, tickle, that, yeah, tickle, tickle it, it, while she's giving you head. Right. Whatever, right? Right. And you're looking like, huh, you saw it in a porn or a training video. Training video. You saw it in a training video. And you kind of want that to happen. Right. Now, pre-wife before, but you're dating her and stuff like that. This is her normal thing. Yeah. And you're looking like, yeah, I like this. Yeah. And then you're looking like, you always done that, whatever. You know what I'm saying? A conversation come up like, you always done that? She's like, soft things. I've been doing that since like eighth grade. You're looking like, what kind of harlot are you? People knock people's sexual experience. I told a woman I had a threesome before. She looked at me like, you a freak freak. They do. They do. So how is everybody saying, no, it's not our problem? They do. And, and, and 
To bombo clot lie. You hear the patois? To bombo clot lie. My patois sucks, but that will come out crystal clear. I don't know. Maybe, maybe some of them, maybe some of them might be honest, man. I you see my face? This question, believe believe it or not, and why I'm laughing is because during our our um Thoughts of a Man Man episode <laughs> that I was editing yesterday. Yeah. This is this was one something similar came up during mm. the conversation. Yeah. And so I'll say this. I said this then, so I'll say this now. Mm-hmm. Depending on what age I I I am, yeah, when it happens, if um so, in so, my okay, teens, okay, she tickles the balls, she tickles the the sack line, right? While giving you head, right? At eighteen, at eighteen, your thoughts? Yeah, my reaction is probably gonna be like, you whole bag. <laughs> And then you're at 18. And your thoughts, your thoughts my at thoughts, 45. My thoughts at th- 45 is totally different because people have sex. You know what I mean? It's, and, and like I was saying last week, especially in this day and age, people have, people have sex because they want to, because it's fun. They don't need to be in love. They don't need to be in any relationship. They don't need to be committed for anything, mm-hmm. right? So if you're thinking, if people are behaving this way now, 20 to 30 years from now, people's body counts are going to be off the freaking charts. The body count thing doesn't even really rock and fathom me because I always look at it where I always say to like some women, I aim to please. Right. And when I say I aim to please, I don't aim to please like the world. It's to set woman or set person. Right? Because... If I slept with woman A, woman B is not the same. No. Woman A might like different techniques and tactics. Right. And woman B might like different techniques and tactics and stuff as well. So I feel like you have to customize towards that person. Yeah. But you can only customize if you have the experience. And if you don't have the experience and stuff, whatever. It's dope that some couples and stuff can go through this teaching phase and stuff like that. Because I remember, what is it? It's a Drake song in my head. Hotline Bling. Yeah. Um, you know, you're doing do all those things for someone else. Right. right. So I'm assuming he's probably done taught her these type of things. Yeah. And she's taking this experience and now bringing it on to the new person. It doesn't have to be a body count thing. But as the thing and stuff is like, you get the, the basket weave. She's doing the basket weave and everything like that. You're looking like, oh, oh. Bro, bring me somebody who's been taught. At this day, that's why I don't like a virgin. At this, this that's why I don't like a virgin. Life, this point in my life, I don't want a virgin. Maybe somebody who is taught. Okay, I don't care. Yeah, it's just just what we were talking. Oh, another conversation that we had. <laughs> thoughts of a man. I don't care. Just kegel it up. Put the strength back into it. If you find that is, you know what I mean. I'll never know the difference. I'll never know the difference. Yeah, this is true. This mm-hmm. is true. <laughs> so. And remember, every time you say the word Kegel, a woman Kegel. Kegel, 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 The next poll stuff was, is it okay for a man to spend $80 for an engagement ring? And 64% said, why not? So I had this conversation and stuff last night. You look like you want to say, lies! No, 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 no. The propaganda. No, no, no. 
I had a conversation, I had conversations stuff even last night and stuff, whatever, right? With um a collective amount of women. Right. Right. And one said, were, were, this is exactly why part of this is a problem. She said, because I, I know other women that were there. Right. She looked at one, like what she said and stuff pertaining to one woman and stuff. She's like, yo, how much is your engagement ring? Not even price-wise. She just said, how many carrots how many are your carrots? engagement ring? Right. right? So one woman said two. Mm. There was another one that said, it's about like almost four right. carrots and stuff, whatever, right? And then another one said, she told set guy, if it's ever to happen, this is the only ring that she wants. And this ring is have is five carrots. Right. It's a comparison dance. Mm. So even if it's not monies, money is the talk. Yeah. It's carrot in the talk. Right, right. That bugs bunny shit. Right, right. So now they go and stuff, whatever, like, you know, like, you know, like girl shit, like, oh, smooth propose. Yeah? Let me see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you be like, that a speck? A shiny speck? <laughs> Where you work at? McDonald's? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Two weeks salary? <laughs> right. <laughs> but if you're doing it for the love, yeah. And you're not doing it for your friends, right? Or for to impress people, yeah. Yes, eighty dollars can work. Eighty dollars can listen. $80 is more than enough. So what's the lowest you would Men spend? Hold, wait, wait, wait. Go, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Men, I'm going to help you out. I'm going to help you out here because I'm, I'm going to let the women know. This whole diamond thing, this was a marketing scheme from the Bears, the, 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 the diamond company. Yes, I remember that. Yes. This is a marketing scheme. for The diamond is never part of the wedding band. Never. They just figured they needed to sell diamonds. They came up with clever advertisement in the 60s. And ever since then, it's been a thing. But you don't need it. You definitely don't need five carrots. You tell a woman that. And if somebody can get away with buying you a ring for 80 bucks, just remember, it's the love that's involved. All right. Now, two questions that came up in my head. (laughs) One... We gonna get canceled by the women? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> women always come for our heads or my heads more than you, so it's nothing. Yeah. They come from a family of pit bull. That necks. was Marvin's fuck. Strong necks, yeah. cut hard. Um, how much? Like, let me say, min- give me the minimum and maximum you would spend on an engagement ring. Minimum, I would spend. I would say maybe two grand. Minimum, minimum. So how's eighty dollars work if your minimum spending? Two grand. Well, eighty dollars can work, but my minimum's eight. My minimum's two. So eighty dollars can't work if you're saying two grand, though. Like, well, how are you speaking about somebody else's time? Listen, man, they can spend the eighty grand and be <laughs> fine with it. That's okay. Eighty grand. It's eighty, 80 grand. grand. <laughs> you gotta do the eighty. Yeah, shit. I'm to infinity and beyond. I gotta really get paid. Eighty. If eighty is what you can afford, and that's good enough for you, that's just a symbol, right? It it's, it goes by what you what you can afford and what you feel that. Is appropriate for you. I'm not saying that she's only worth two grand. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that she's worth a hundred million, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just saying this is what I can afford. This is what I'm comfortable with spending. 
He means something to me. So in a hypothetical world, 80 can work. But in your world, 80 cannot work then. In my world, if I only if I could only afford 80, 80 definitely gonna work. But I can afford more than 80. Hey, Bala, <laughs> Satskala, 28th Blaze, Only and Paula. Just don't ask me for five carrots. <laughs> You're pushing it a little bit. <laughs> and then my next question and stuff is that remember we cracked the joke and stuff, whatever, or we spoke about a woman proposing to us and you said we'll take a Rolex. Right, yes. Now she doesn't she wants to propose to you. Right. Is an eighty dollar watch okay to give to you for engagement over like a let's say a three grand Rolex? Yeah. 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 Okay. I just want to make sure that it makes sense. Make it make sense. Yeah. No. No. I mean, listen. Is she she not offering me anything for an engagement ring or an engagement, engagement. gift? Then then. Like I said, like that that sort of stuff, and I guess because I'm not type, I'm not the materialistic type. Mm-hmm. I can, I guess, I can say that like it's no sweat off of my back, right? If you get me the Rolex, you get me the Rolex. If you get me, so I'm gonna love to watch same way. I'm gonna wear it same way. I feel like some people and stuff, they they have a problem. Well, okay, go if you go back to the beers thing. It's a set amount of programming that goes into a lot of people's minds. Yes. Before they even know some things happen and stuff like that, right? So think about like, let's say there's a child born, what do we say, the Jay-Z thing, 1995, right? You mm-hmm. add 20 years on the line and stuff, whatever. And when you're in like 2015, set person is 20 years old. Right. By the time this set person is 20 years old, they've already been hip. The beers thing is in 1960. Mm-hmm. But they're already hip with the programming or the conditioning about the diamonds and stuff and engagement. Oh, yeah, like, you yeah, know, yeah. like, you know, if, if a man is to propose to a woman or persons to propose to a person and stuff right. like that, a ring has to be involved. Right. And preferably a diamond in the mix. Yeah. So these things are already pre-programmed and stuff. And I feel like People have to unlearn and reprogram, recondition and stuff. A lot of brain matter and but it, but you, and unless you know though that that's what I'm saying. Like 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 gentlemen, thank me later. Like this is information people don't necessarily message re- re- regularly know. Right? Like yeah. think about it. it we're, 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 we we give the example of twenty years later. Right. You you still don't know that this is what has been taught to you from the time that. I can be uh, from the time that I have acknowledgement of marriage and the symbol of, right? Mm-hmm. I knew about the ring, the wedding ring, mm-hmm. right? I knew about the uh, what what the gauge is for a man. Mm-hmm. Like you need too much salary. Right. Right? Okay. So from the time that I've learned that to the time I'm ready to get married. I'm basic. I'm still thinking of these things, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm looking at age programmed. What year did I get married again? My thirties. Mm-hmm. I'm in my forties now. Just two days ago, I'm now learning. Well, not just two days ago, but like a week Recently. or a week and a half ago, I'm just learning that hey, in ancient times there was no such thing as the diamond. Actually, diamonds weren't even considered. The rarest of jewels. Very true. Very true. <laughs> you know I mean? Absolutely. So I'm really thinking about it. I'm like, I'm like, holy shit, here's this man that had a diamond mind, 
started buying up all the diamond mines, became a monopoly, and said, hey, now I got to sell my diamonds because ain't nobody buying them. What can I do? Hires a company. The company says, hey, let's pitch it to women. All of a sudden, diamonds is a girl's best friend. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> right? It's like, but not, 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 not another person. Not another. Not possibly an animal. No, no. It's a diamond. It's a diamond. For a best friend. It's a girl's best friend. I've never heard a diamond talk back yet. I've never heard a diamond talk. I don't have my chain on no. today, but my, my chain never spoke it's, to me no, and said, no. how's your day going? <laughs> how's your day going? You know? It's just swinging. Best carbon. Yeah. That's easy. I, it's, I feel like the 80 in my room could work. But I always see, and, and somebody asked me and stuff recently, like for a person like that, as that's talking about like being, you know, getting scooped up or and all of the above, whatever, and I'm dating and everything. Why am I not with anybody? And I'm like, it's it's just a, a simple thing of like kind of like the programming. Right. I know what in my world was programmed, and I'm working on that to kind of unlearn. And recreate some type of things, whatever. Like I was saying, like I told you, going back to learn words you thought you knew, but to actually look it up to really see, like the word date. Yeah. Right? Until we learn the actual Webster dictionary definition of date. Because we speak English, and English is based on the Webster dictionary thing. And now everybody has this notion of the word date means you're gonna feed me. Yeah. Or I'm, I'm, we're going to be doing something. Yeah. When it's just something simple and stuff for like just meeting with a person for a date and a time frame. So it was. So when I meet somebody and stuff, if you're already conditioned and stuff to think that you need a five carat ring for an engagement, and my thing is like, shouldn't you be happy that we're, I give you 80 now? For this ring, eventually we buy have to buy matching wedding bands. Hopefully, we live somewhere together. And yeah. in my world, we build a business together. Yeah. And not saying we have to save the world together, but it'd be nice. If we nice. we try to, you know, help save our world, our community together, because that's what I'm about. And if those things don't align and stuff, then it's more of a next to me. Yeah. Right? And I'm not trying to control or change anybody's minds if it's not like that. So if I meet you and, and you're just not there and the, 80, the $80 engagement ring doesn't work, whatever, then that's cool. We're just not meant to be. Just not meant to be. Yo, shout out. Listen, man, I, I went to a wedding la uh, about last month, right? Mm. And very low-key, very, you know what I mean? The small, intimate setting, not a lot of people. The uh, City Hall? No, no, that's not low key then. No, no, no. Well, what I'm what I'm saying is, <laughs> like, like the, way the people who the people who got married, yeah, they can do, they have the potential of doing it up. So when I say low key, it was low for them. It was low key, right? Okay. And then even their their wedding rings and their wedding bands, very low key. And like I said, for the for the for who they are. My wife was like, yo, like, what's up? Why, why they can, is everything? They can do a five carat ring? They can do a eight. Sound like, what's that's up? Lucky. What's up? Lucky. And they were like, why? What are we going to spend all this money on 
one day. Yeah. We still got, we want a house. Life's we want to have the, the, all these things. Like we rather put our, take, put our money together and put towards a mortgage. Right. Like something that we're, you know, we're going to build upon. Like, I'm like, well, yeah, that's it. I mean, the most important thing of that day is y'all being together. It ain't nothing more important than that. Right. Not the rings, not the Rolexes, mm. whatever. Right. And it's just, it's just one of those things I think. And I don't know if it's more of a... Yeah, it's conditioning. Damn conditioning gets you every time. The girls get it when they're young. The the Barbie doll house. The fairy tale wedding. I mean, but the guys, we get it too. Because I mean, like, we got it to the point Plus, where, like, we, we were... It's this program that we have to save at least, like, a month income. At least a month income. At least a month income before we consider, like, saying this is proposals type, type of status. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it's like tons of dudes of like, they might be with their woman is their or their significant other, whoever yeah. it is, and they might just kind of look and stuff and say like, "Y'all really want to make this person like know that I appreciate them and I want to spend forever with them." Right. But I don't have the funds or or at at, at this time. Yeah. I don't have the access to certain type of things to kind of show them how much they mean to me. Cause that was this part of the slogan for the beers. Right. Show the person you're with yeah. how, how much, much you love them. So how oh, much are the you? Bears. <laughs> the bears. <laughs> <laughs> they got us good. They got us. <sighs> I love that. Yeah. See, and you thought I was the one blowing off the screen. <laughs> but just welcome to Mars World. <laughs> it just just to think about it, man. When I was this, because it just it was this one episode I was watching on Netflix, man. And it's like. Holy friggin' shit. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's like millions, like millions. Absolutely. Of billions of dollars they scraped just on playing on people's emotions and setting a standard. But I think that's conditioned, right? Yeah. Because I want to say, I'm pretty sure, like, I always say everybody can make it for the football team and stuff, whatever. I just feel like, do you have it's not even the skill, but do you have the the drive? Right. Is it? Do I have to program you to have this drive? Because there's like some, I want to say, physicality aspect, you can build on it. Right. Right? Like I feel like some quarterbacks that I've seen is that they've just been slim cut, thin line, so they're able to just launch the ball and everything like that. Right? Right. And what if they're just like scrawny, peewee type of dude soaking wet 190 pounds and they can launch the shit out of a ball and they're like you need more body mass because if you get hit you're gonna get thing they build on that mm. but the drive and stuff whatever they're like yo get your head in the game it's these type of it's like these, it takes these small conditioning things right to kind of get the person how you want them to be like you know if I'm a boxer and everything and you're my coach and I'm like you know what are you gonna do I'm like I'm going to be his friend, but I'm going to win this match. No, that's not how you talk. Yeah. Kill him and everything he stands for and stuff. Put that asshole to the mat. Yeah. But he's not really a bad guy. We had coffee and stuff a few weeks ago, whatever. Fuck that. That coffee shit is dead now. Yeah. You're conditioning me to like bring out my killer instinct. Right. The conditioning is like trying to pray or not pray, but pull on the, 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 the feelings and the emotions. Mm -hmm. This person means the world to me. 
do I show them to mean the world to me and stuff, whatever my paycheck, let's say my paycheck every two weeks might be 450 bucks. Right. Right. After I pay my dues and stuff for the two weeks and everything like that, I'm left over with $80. Mm. If I'm willing to give you my last 80 to make sure you know how much I care for you, why can't that work? It can work. But we can wait a few more months. (laughs) (laughs) This is what she's going to tell you. (laughs) But we can wait a few more months. And you can let that money build, and okay? That's, 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 okay, I don't need it right now, right? I don't need it right, right. away. <laughs> I don't need it right now. That's it. They let you know, like, hey, eventually I would like to get married. Yeah. If we're together, yeah. two years. Yeah. Hint, hint. Yeah, save, hint. save. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Um, I wanted to talk about next thing and stuff, but I wanted to talk about um, the Sandra Bullock thing. I don't know if you heard about Sandra Bullock and stuff, whatever, but Sandra Bullock was on the Red Table Talk recently. Okay. Right? Um, she's got under fire. She went under fire for some shit. Right. Pertains to what she said and stuff on the Red Table Talk. So Sandra Bullock, the actress, um, she has two adopted black children. Okay. Right? Okay. And that was, that was a Hollywood trend for a while, but continue. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about the Hollywood trend, then we'll go deeper and okay. send. How do you feel about that? Um, they have a thing. What do they call it? The white savior complex. And I think it, I, I think yes. it's been coined from Woody Allen first. Mm, okay. Woody Allen was like, like I want to say kind of like the known one because him and Mira Farrell, they adopted um, what? Well, his current wife now. Yuck. Yeah. But um, he adopted a young woman from China. Right. Right. Young girl from China. Right. Right. They adopted a young girl from China. And they raised her up and everything like that. And that kind of like, we'll do like if they're going to put a, a face and stuff, whatever, to a white savior complex, is that. It's like, hey, we took somebody that wasn't less misfortunate. Right. Not from our, what's my word you guys use? You use ilk. ilk. I was about to say ilk. 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 <laughs> ilk. You're not from our tribe, our ilk. Right. But we want to do your people as a solid to let you know. We can't. We can't. Yeah. We can't. Yeah. How do you feel about white saver complex now? Man, keep that shit. Don't <laughs> save us at all. So, okay. What about Leave Jolie? Jolie, Angelie Jolie had the, I think, I, I just noticed the, the oldest son, Maddox. I think he was Cambodian, I believe. Yeah. I know his name. The rest of them, I don't know. And I know her and Brad Pitt had a set of twins. Right. So, I know she has kids that came from Cambodia, one that came from Somalia, and I think they had another child before they had the, the, the that they had, she had her own? Yeah. I don't know how I feel about it, man. I mean, because it's hard to tell somebody's intention, right? Like, if you're, if you're genuine and you really want to go genuine. in Genuine. Genuine is the dancer. Oh, gen- pony. Genuine. If, if you're <laughs> genuine and you really want to go in and change somebody's life for the better. Right. Then by all means, you know what I mean? It's like, like, kudos to that, right? Mm-hmm. But like I said, you you never know somebody's intention. Like, it could just be the white savior complex. Well, I feel like, it's kind of like, if they, they, they could mention if you ask them. Right. Right? And don't know what they would tell you and stuff from real from what was fake and stuff, whatever. It's still up to you to decide. Right? Because I look at the stuff as they're, okay, 
bringing back to Sandra Bullock, but not real Sandra Bullock, but like the blind side. Right. The blind side, that's a true story on Robert Orr. Right. right. And I look at it stuff where I feel like this, this family, especially the mother figure and everything like that, it was genuine. Yes. Not wine. Yes. It was genuine because she was more of a woman of a Christian faith. Right. And I felt like it was more her fate and denomination that kind of put it in this place and stuff for her where it's not about him being black. It's about a child given the opportunity yes. to do better yes, and everything, right? And I just feel like when the celebrities and stuff kind of do it, I feel like it's not... It, that's genuine. <laughs> that's genuine? That's some pony that's not, shit. That's, not. that's some pony <laughs> shit right there, man. Yeah. I, yeah. So like I, I, it comes because I always said I, and I used to crack a joke and stuff whatever. But then I realized some people and stuff took it the wrong way. But I used to say stuff whatever before that like, hey, I become multi millionaire. I'm gonna go to South Africa and get me a, adopt me a white kid because they always went to Africa go get a black kid. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the white celebrities or the white people with money. So as a black person with money, go get the white one. I'm gonna go to Kosovo. Haven't heard that name in a minute. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go to some, like like some. Some white war torn country. I'm gonna go hang out with the rebels. Which kid do you think I should take? <laughs> the one that won't kill you in your sleep. <laughs> take that one. Oh uh, man. Yo, so with Sandra Bullock now, right? The situation and stuff, she said that she said she wished she had the same skin color as her black kids. Okay. How do you feel about that statement? I think she's damn right. She better wish she had the same skin <laughs> colors as black kids. <laughs> she gonna look young for the rest of her life. <laughs> black don't crack. But black I, knew don't, some, black I, know don't some, crack. I know some blacks that do crack. You know some blacks that crack. I know some blacks that do crack. They didn't know in their skin. They did the <laughs> Kevin Durant. They did they the Kevin Durant out there. Yikes. Yikes. That's an ashy-ass Ash. man. Yeah. It's an ashy-ass man. You see, the, uh, see the, the, the thing, I, I get the context of where she was coming from. Yeah. Because I look at her stuff as that, okay, if we go back to me and my hypothetical spot-on poppycock millionaire self, right? if I was to have, I adopted like two white kids, right? Me being black. I adopt two full white kids, blue eyes, blonde hair, and everything like that. And I go some places with them. They might think I'm the nanny. <laughs> Right? Right. But if I kind of look like them or they look like me, yeah. people just assume. I know that one of my sisters, one of my nieces, she's of the... My sister's ex-husband is of the Sri Lankan descent. Okay. And one of my nieces and stuff has features, the facial structure of my sister. Like, if you see them, yeah. yes, this is her daughter. Right. But... She said there was a situation where she was in the airport. Actually, she was in the airport coming here one time. Right. She said when she was in the airport and stuff, people walked up to her daughter, my niece, yeah, and said, "Oh, where's your mom?" And my sister's like, "What the fuck?" Right here, and they're like, "She looks kind of Indian, and you look black, right? Yeah. Light skinned black, yeah." Adopted. No. And like, but my sister, she's more of a, like a, a more somber kind of calm person. Yeah. 
but she took it to heart drastically. Right. And I mean, it that's from that level. She's not a celebrity, but she would probably wish that, like, you know, if they looked alike, that she would never receive a, a statement or right. a comment. So you like think that. you think you're thinking that's what Sandra might be? I feel like that's she, I feel like that's the that aim. Statement? That's the aim she came at with and stuff with, but I feel yeah. like but I don't know what was the what was the con what was the context what was said bef- prior before she made that statement. Well, it's more it was more about like the kids and stuff and like their struggle and stuff because she's saying like it's so hard and stuff for them to try and raise black children today about right. the dangers in the world, especially with the world like last year, right. what they've seen from the Ahmad Arbery right. to the George Floyd's and etc. and stuff and continuing. You know what? Maybe she even just wish she had their skin so she doesn't even get the the. The ridicule, the ridicule of that's what she's, and that's what I'm saying. The, the white savior complex. Ooh, oh, oh, oh! I didn't even look at it like that. Interesting. Now, now that I'm thinking about it, right? right? Like, like you're thinking I'm doing this because I'm white. I damn, I wish I was black, so then I wouldn't even have to face this sort of thing. Same thing like my sister. I don't wish my kids were white because. I like them as they are. As they are. I wish I was black so I don't have to go through with this just because I love my black kids. Right. Yeah. So that's why I, I didn't I didn't come at it. I, I didn't come at her and stuff like that. And then I remember um, I think she did like a follow-up interview with something where somewhere else I think it was ET Entertainment Tonight Yeah. where she was saying stuff like her son who is older now the son is older and he threw on a hoodie and he just like in the house, he tried on the hoodie yeah. and he just walk around with the hoodie and stuff like on his head and stuff like kind of low key low and everything like that, whatever, right. right? And as a parent, you should have to talk to your kids about the dangers in the world. Yeah. She's a mother of black kids. Yeah. Why wouldn't she be concerned for her children? Of course. And she had the conversation with her child and stuff. And she said in an interview, she's like, she had to tell him stuff. She, she, she asked him, she's like, why do you feel the need you have to pull the hoodie and stuff like that low? Right. Like, you know, it's just like, should like normally yeah. they, they measure it to kind of just fit so you can see most of the face. Yeah. But just cover up like the ears and the head top. Yeah. And then he's like, you know, he he want, he feels comfortable and protected like that. And she, she had the conversation about Trayvon. Right. Right? She had the conversation about Trayvon. Should not a parent have a conversation? Should not a parent of, of a course. black child have a conversation? Yes. So... I, that's why I feel like her intentions and stuff, whatever, as well. Right. But, I mean, you know, there's one side of the spectrum yeah, and then there's the other you, side. You can't please others. You can't please people, man. And if it's just, it's like, and again, with celebrities, we see surface, right? It's like, we don't see the day-to-day interaction with her and these children. We don't see Janet Jackson busting that ass from the abs. See it. We don't see it. We don't see it. We don't see it. We, we don't, don't know if Janet Jackson it. might even have that Dr. Ho type of thing with right, you know those I mean? automatic she crunches. Just, she just sit down eating bonbons, bonbons and, and, and the crunches are happening mm, with mm, automatic. Because mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you imagine somebody's out there just smoking a fucking cigarette <laughs> and getting a six pack <laughs> and then you out here shit doing all this all shit. All that shit. All of this and this motherfucker's like <laughs> all that bastard. shit. I feel like it's it's something where it's something where we have to fully just be more self-aware. Yeah. And self-centered and stuff where it's it's not just uh uh she's white, she shouldn't be saying that. It's a situation where she's a parent to a black child. Yeah. To you know, to black children. 
should she be saying that? Because if we just took out Sandra Bullock and be like, should a parent of a black child warn the parent, the child of the dangers about being black in yeah, today's yeah, world? Yeah. And I'm pretty sure we pulled that. That would be 100%. And I can, I can, I would stomach that over fucking liars out here saying like, no, sexual experience don't mean anything. Well, I mean, it's it's almost going to be a dis, disservice if you have your black child. And because you're not black, you choose to ignore the realities of life. Right. No, not because you're not, but you, it's reality. You still got to say, hey, son, I know we're amongst my people and we are kind of friendly, but my people know you. Yeah. Once you leave here, ain't nobody going to know that you're Sandra Bullock's son. Yes. So you got to be aware of these things. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's get to the question of the week. Question of the week. Question of the week. There's a decent amount of sex per month. Keep your partner loyal. I think so. You think so? Yeah. I don't. You don't think so? Because I feel like some people just can't be satisfied. But what if your balls are always empty though and you have nothing left to give? And this is why I feel like men are easier to train than women. The reason mm-hmm. why I say that, and I'm, I'm using that word and stuff mm-hmm. for that because if, let's say, I don't know, what's the typical thing that women allegedly say men want? I guess cook, clean, fucking. Well, no, my mom. Wife stands for washing, ironing, fucking, etc. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, I like, mommy. I like that. I love I you. I like that acronym. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's what, that's, so you have somebody who's doing all the washing, dishes and clothes. You're ironing, fucking you crazy, and little et cetera and everything, you might be docile. And certain men might be docile. Mm-hmm. Now, let's flip it on, on the other side. Some men can't make women come. True. So now, he's, he, let, let's, say, let's say he's probably not putting in that work and everything like that. And let's say, some, there's some women out here that really like sex. Yeah. Some women out here really like sex. Like, I know we trying to like, you know, me, I speak for myself. I know sometimes I'm probably looking at like, yo, some women don't like sex as much as men, whatever. But there's some women act, out, actually out here. Hold on, hold on. There's women out here very sex positive. Yeah. And they're out here and stuff and they're looking like, yo, like, or some of them might even be with somebody like, I got to cheat because he ain't doing it. Ain't but, the and then you ask them and stuff, whatever. How many times do you have sex with Man A in your life before man B came in your life and everything like that. She might say, like, I'm trying to do it, but he's not getting it right. So yeah. we went from doing it to like a month, maybe like 20 times. And that's fucking 30 days in a month. Mm. So I think 20 is like freaking a good amount to 20 keep me fucking loyal. 20 is a good amount. To keep me fucking loyal. That's, but that, flipping on the other side. Good, that's a damn good amount considering you got one week that's your that's a rest period. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But I feel like, yeah, what if, yeah, you have a decent amount of sex with a woman. Mm. You can't make her come. You can't help her get to the big O. Would that keep her loyal? I mean, is it the <laughs> fact that you can't bring her to the big O or is she just really not one that can get to the big O? I feel like you can't bring her to the get to the big O because I feel like men were more wired to be more simpler because right. the orgasms and stuff were more focused in our realm. 
Right. Right. So I think like since it got to like more in the R realm and stuff for the longest, it's now, I want to say, recently within like in my time, I don't think in your time so much when like let's say you in your early twenties about clitoral stimulation, cutalingus, sex toys, like the rose and everything. I told the chick and stuff like I won't buy you roses, I'll buy you a rose. And she's like, what? But she didn't get the joke, whatever, right? right. So I'm like, you know the rose, the little clit sucker? Yeah, yeah, buy me a rose. Buy me a rose. I'll, I'll, I, can't, I can't wait. When are you planning to buy this? Christmas? <laughs> and it's now focused to tailor to that hill. Right. But then before, it wasn't like to that nah, level. No, nah, no. Nah. Right? So they just had the one wand. <laughs> the lightsaber. The, the lightsaber. <laughs> it, it had no <laughs> shape to it. It's just like... <laughs> Yeah, it had a little corn, little corn head point. It looked like a, a missile silo. Yes. yes. That's what it looked like. <laughs> the missiles, Houston, the we have liftoff. <laughs> and when it vibrates, it goes. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, you're right. Fucking right. So that's why I, I feel like no. I say no. A good amount of sex doesn't keep a partner loyal. Mm. Pull that. We can, we can pull it. We can pull we it to see where, where's their head at. We can pull it. But I I, I can see if... Both, both woman, sides. Yeah, I can see if the woman's not sexually satisfied. But my question is always going to be, is she... Is it a partner problem? Or is it just her problem... Internally, because I I feel like I feel like because I've I've known women who who tell me they can't come that they, they, they are not from penetration only from clitoral stimulation clitoral stimulation by the way women that little p at the top of your clitoral it just sits at the top of your clitoral the rest of your clitoral clitoral system is inside your vagina okay so for G-spot. those for those who are saying that they can't come. From vaginal? from vaginal penetration, that whole inside is attached to your clitoris. Just so you know. That was Dr. Joseph's for you. Doctor, not your average Joseph. <laughs> uh, but we were saying. <laughs> I fucking love it. I fucking love it. I feel like you have all the passion today and I'm more, more reserved like you. I feel like we, we switched. <laughs> you went to Cleveland, you got mellow, you came back. I was all pent up energy. Yeah, because like, yeah, I had all the stress from fucking bone losing the verses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is true. <laughs> uh. All right, man, let's get to the Ask the Suds. First Axison's question comes from no physics. What's more terrifying than death? Being buried alive. Oh yeah. I feel like that. I feel like that. Could you admit like like that? Yo, Mac Miller. Okay. One, I love Kill Bill. Right. And when she was buried alive in the movie, if you didn't see it, I'm sorry. Spoiler alert. You should have seen it. Fucking great Man, movie. Long Kill Bill by now. But anyway, go yeah. ahead. Spoil away, man. It's your yeah, fault. I, your I, fault. I feel like, yeah, like in Kill Bill, yeah. that part and stuff, whatever, I was like, the, when I seen it, I was like, how the fuck do you get out of that? Yeah. I'm like, could you imagine like, yo, you're just losing air and everything like that yeah. in this box? Yeah. And then you're like, well, you're already dead, so you're in the right place. And I remember Mike Miller, rest his soul, RIP, he had a video and stuff like that when he was in the box and I was like, 
how do you function? I don't know. I, like, I feel like that it just creates an extra anxiety in me when I when I just see it. Right. Because my brain, I'm an overthinker. Right. So it just puts me straight into that zone. Like, what if that was me? So I think bury life for me. I got one for you. Falling in a bottomless pit. Nah, what's that? Is it Tom Petty? I'm free. <laughs> free falling. I just tap out. Like, fuck it, man. You like, tap out? I'd be like, ah. When this shit gonna end? <laughs> That's it. That's the problem. <laughs> you don't know. You know, I'm gonna hit the ground any minute. I'm gonna hit the ground any minute. Ten minutes go by. I'm gonna hit the ground any minute. An hour go by. The ground is coming. <laughs> <laughs> An hour. Oh my gosh. Yo, where are you falling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. Yo, Tom Petty fucked up that yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Miss Ting. 814. How do you tell your significant other that you're going to take a number two? I'm gonna go take a number two. <laughs> you tell him you tell you tell your wife just Yo, like that? Deuces. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I you know, I, I always just said like I'm not saying I had like clingy women. Yeah. But I always had a situation where like if I'm with like I guess the SO or something like that, whatever. Right. And like, like I might just get up sudden. Like if I'm like me, I could be doing whatever. I'm like, mm, if I got a shit, I'm going to go shit. Yeah. I'm not in my 20s. Yeah. My 20s would be like, I'll hold this shit. Yeah, yeah. Or I'll I, I, I drop a deuce tomorrow. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm in my 30s and stuff, nah, nah. whatever. Any, any bodily functions that needs to be get rid of, get rid of it now. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. even leave my, I don't leave a place without going to piss. No, nah, me neither, bro. Nah. So that's what I'm like. I'm like, when it comes down to it, I'm like, hmm. No, I'm going to shit. So I'll just get up sudden. And I remember like, like where are you going? I'm like, oh. this is why I understand the, <laughs> yeah. the question. I'd be like, you don't follow me. <laughs> I always say, I, I would say, I would say, somewhere you don't want to be right now. <laughs> you know, you know what's cute though? I think um, I have a, I have a friend, I have friends, they're a couple. Yeah. And um, the wife, she said, um, like she just kind of got up and stuff, whatever. And she's like, she's like, she got up and she's like, okay, I'm about to go commit a crime in the washroom. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, she about to blow that spot up. I'm like, you about to go take a heavy shit? And then when I said that, she's like, I'm a lady. I do not talk like that. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. So I was like, commit a crime is cute. Commit a crime is cute. Commit a, yeah. commit a crime is I like cute. That one. Yeah. Um, last Axe of Sons is from Bear the Man. What is a formal way to tell a person to fuck off? A formal way? Yeah. You must got 10, 20, dozens of those, Marv. <laughs> <laughs> I feel I feel like you got I feel like you got one for every situation. <laughs> I need to change. Have you said Were like we that? just talking about this the other day? <laughs> I told you someone's gonna shank you. Yeah. Have the day you deserve. Have your day, yes. Um, yes. I think that's a classic one. Good day, sir. Good day, ma'am. Yeah. Thank and you for coming out. Bless your heart. Bless your heart. But I say bless your heart, people freeze. Yeah. What do you mean by that? Like nothing. <laughs> you know. You know. Put like this. I get into back and back and forth emails with certain people yeah. at work, and when they come with some. 
some weird ass logic or it just doesn't make no fucking sense to me. Right. And then that they want you to implement it. I just, I always just say, thank you for your input. That's what I type in. <laughs> thank you for your input. <laughs> so one person, set woman yeah. at work, she came at me and stuff. She seen in the hall. She seen me in the hall. She's like, yo, hey. Marvin, what did you mean by thank you for your input? <laughs> so I'm like, I just said thank you for your input. She, it felt like you told me to F, F off. off. I was like, I always, I'm like, no, if I told you to F off, I would have said kick rocks. Right. Kick rocks is another kick, way to kick rocks. Is you're right. One. I have too many. Yeah, I told you. These are my confessions. <laughs> I told you. I'm just gonna ask Marv. <laughs> You don't have at least one? <laughs> so he's going to make me the villain? Have a day you deserve. I got that one from you. Shut the fuck <laughs> use that one. That's my go-to. All right, man. Hit him with a soul. I'm going to hit you guys with a soul say the suns. Hit him up. Hope hit him up. you guys enjoy. So say the suns this week. For a little weekly motivation for you to the next episode. Sometimes in life, it's better to take your turn instead of waiting for your turn. So, so say the sons. Sometimes you got to seize the damn day. Seize the moment. Carpe diem. Carpe diem. That's our version of carpe diem. But I look at it as stuff as that some people really, really, and truly wait for things to drop in their lap. Yeah. To finally function. Yeah. And I feel like my, my truth, I feel like that's false. Opportunity presents itself for those who are, who are willing to and ready to receive it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? And I feel like this is across the board. Love, work, whatever your goals are and everything like that. If you have any goals, yeah. you shouldn't really wait for the opportunity. You should create and ready to receive mm-hmm. and yeah. stuff like that. For all we know, after this episode, we might get a phone call and stuff from fucking Spotify. So to Spotify and those numbers. I don't understand them, but I know they mean greatness. Yeah. Yeah. I'm to they, I know they mean greatness. Yeah. yeah. Um, Spotify might call and say, hey, you know what? Joe Rogan is our Moby Dick. Uh, Michelle Obama's podcast and stuff is our killer whale. We're looking to make you guys and stuff echo the dolphin. The next... (laughs) Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And so like, you got 90 million, 50 million, and they wanted to throw us 10 million. Are we ready to receive and be able to function on a 10 million level? I think we are, but then that's uh, what I'm saying. Like, if you look yeah. at some other people and stuff, where like they might just be just getting into the podcasting realm, right? They might not be ready. No, so yeah. they should create and hope, create and wait for the opportunity. Not, not wait for the opportunity. Go seize the opportunity. Seize the seize opportunity. It. Make yourself ready for it. Yeah, yeah. I agree 100, percent man. Prepare for it. Prepare for it. Preparation is the key. Preparation H works for hemorrhoids. Well, that's it. <laughs> Once again, thank you for listening to the Podicle Sons. We thank do you. Appreciate you guys for coming through. Remember, the difference between genius and stupidity is that genius has limits. That's why we still here, baby. That's why we're still here. Peace and love, y'all. Peace. The Podicle Sons with not your average Joseph and Sofa King Marvelous. <laughs>